Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey there, this is Nadia Okamoto of Tigris, the podcast. And this week we are talking about constipation. And before we dive into the episode, I just wanted to send a quick trigger warning and love and solidarity to all my survivors out there. Um, in this episode, I'm going to be talking pretty uh, frankly about child sex abuse, being a survivor, uh, PTSD. And um, yeah, so if you need any time, uh, maybe you want to skip this episode or you just want to have that time to pause and reflect um, uh, feel free to do so. And I hope this resonates with you. I hope some people find it helpful. And with that, um, enjoy the episode. All right, friends, today we're going to be talking about constipation, which is actually something that I had to be like tipsy before, uh, in order to talk about on Tigris previously, like seriously, before I signed with DCP, uh, I knew I wanted to talk about this because I think chronic constipation is like such a big daily part of my life. And I was like, this is something I want to share with my audience. But I was so nervous because it is so stigmatized and like nerve wracking to admit um, and embarrassing. But again, if I'm going to represent breaking down stigmas to talk about personal well-being and health, I wanted to talk about it. But last time, I had to be tipsy. I'm not tipsy at all. I actually haven't drank it in a while. Um, I've been kind of living this sober life uh, while Henry has a concussion. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I'm not so I'm completely sober and I'm going to talk about constipation. So constipation is something that I have dealt with my whole life. Like, I do not remember a time when I was not constipated. Um, it was like a running joke in my, or not even a joke. I was constantly teased by my family in a kind way for being constipated. And what that meant was I would get stomach aches all the time, um, even from a 
age of being a toddler. Uh, I had to like be on the toilet for like an hour or so. I would push until it bled. Uh, it was just really painful. I would scream about how I'm never having kids because uh, I didn't know that kids did not come out of the same hole. Um, and I, it was just so painful. And my, my mom actually, you know, we kind of joke about how she used to have to take like a, a spoon, like a plastic spoon and like try to chip it away because it was just like, it was, it was not working. Like it just does not work. Um, and you know, I, I have no idea why, what it's caused by, you know, doctors I've seen, I've seen many doctors about this have all said something different, right? Some have said, oh, you know, it might be because you took a big poop when you were a baby and you just decided that's painful. I don't like it. And then your body's just been trained to like, not like pooping, which is apparently something that's really common amongst toddlers is that, but usually they grow out of it. I have not grown out of it, but the other option is that it's a point of trauma. And so it, my constipation has gotten worse. Um, you know, it's really hard for me to talk about or even deal with because it is so traumatizing because a lot of the abuse I endured with my dad, um, trigger warning, I'm talking about abuse, you know, in this, but a lot of the physical and sexual abuse I experienced with my dad was like on in the context of me being constipated. Like it was explained to me as I'm helping you because you're going through this, right? Or I need to do this because this is what I'm supposed to do, you know, when you're going through this, right? And so of course, like uh, other therapists I've seen or other doctors I've seen is maybe it's a mental health thing that like any sensation around like my anus is triggering, right? Like something happens, even pooping. And I'm just like, like, don't want to open. Like I'm just kind of tensed up. Right. And I also kind of dissociate. Like when I, when I have sensations down there, I dissociate because that was my way of coping when that abuse was happening. Right. I would just like check out from my body, check, like depersonalize, check out from the current moment and kind of watch my life like a movie because it was easier to deal with the trauma to be like, that is not me. That is not my body. Like I am over here and that's not my body. But that separation of like myself to my body, of course, like then causes me to tense up more, which causes further constipation. So where am I now with this? Like basically early 2020 when COVID hit and Henry and I first started dating, you know, I've also excused not being able to poo because I get nervous. Like I have a lot of nervousness around like, can someone hear it? Can someone smell it? Like, which is so weird because like, I'm not shame about my period. Like I literally post videos of my period blood under a microscope on YouTube. Check out my YouTube because that's a new thing for me over the last couple of weeks. But like, that's what I do as a career. And yet like I have this fear and, you know, talking about poop or like, you know, or even literally fear of pooping. And a lot of it is linked to my trauma, which I think is something that I, I want to work through and that I I'm actively working, working on working through, you know, and like with my ex-boyfriend who we used to live together, like I would always say like, I can't poop when you're in the house, right? Like I, I didn't actually tell him anything about my trauma, even though we were dating for a long time. So I was like, I just can't poop when you're in the house. But even when he would leave, I couldn't poop. Right. And so I was just like not pooping for two weeks sometimes, like literally going two weeks or like 10 days and being sick, like eating and puking, eating and puking because it could not go anywhere. My stomach would be distended. And like, it's already pretty distended because I haven't pooped in five days. Um, but you know, with Henry, Henry and I have a very open relationship, like not open in terms of a monogamy thing, but like we have a very open dialogue in our relationship. Like I have opened up to him about things that have happened to me, like everything. And he knows about my poop 
struggles and he's so supportive of it. Like he buys laxatives for me because I don't want to buy it because dealing with it is triggering. Like he reminds me to drink prune juice every day and hands me a glass of chilled prune juice, even without my asking for it, because I will never ask for it because he genuinely is excited about me pooping. And he, when I refuse it because I'm like sick of it, he just says, help me help you. Like he genuinely cares about me pooping because Henry has a thing where like, he is so scared of me being in pain. Like it's the sweetest thing, but I'm really not used to it. Where like, when he hears that I haven't pooped in five days, he's like genuinely concerned. Like he's genuinely like goes to the store and comes back with these new laxative treatments that he's read about, you know? Um, so he's been so supportive. And at the beginning of 2020, like my constipation got bad again. Like it's always pretty bad. Like I won't poop for like five, six days, but like COVID hit. And then I wasn't pooping for like 10 days, two weeks, right? 10 days, two weeks. And then throwing up and getting sick or like being in so much pain that I like kind of just like waddle around. Um, and it just like affects my mood. It affects like kind of my grumpiness. It gives me headaches. Like it just affects like my whole body. Um, and it's rough because I also love to eat and I love to eat bread and pasta and starch and things that aren't helpful for bowel movements anyways. Um, but you know, it got really bad over COVID. And then when I went to rehab last year, constipation was like a really big thing that I was working on there. And like in rehab, they administered like laxatives, prescription laxatives, flax seeds, Miralax multiple times a day. And I was seeing a doctor and the specialist doctor was just like, you just need to like basically not OD, but like do a, take a lot of Miralax. Like I was really focused on it and I was doing acupuncture twice a week, like a lot of like physical relaxation things to do. Um, and you know, it kind of got me on the right track. I was pooping like maybe every three days, you know, which was like pr progress since rehab. It has not been such a central part of my life, mostly because treatment, the treatment that was working there, whether it be prescription laxatives, um, and seeing specialist doctors and, um, getting acupuncture twice a week and massages like that is not affordable. That is not something I can afford on a week by week basis financially. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save money on your insurance? Of course you would. After all, who wouldn't love a great deal, right? And when it comes to great rates on insurance for all of the things in your life, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners, condo, or renters coverage. You could save even more with a special discount when you bundle your coverages. Plus, add the easy-to-use Geico mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And choosing to switch to Geico becomes an easy choice. Switch to Today and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save. This show is part of the pro-democracy podcast coalition. I think most of us agree that in a functioning democracy, the winner should be determined by the voters. Well, that almost didn't happen in 2020. Now extremists are working to intimidate and replace nonpartisan election workers with quote unquote, yes men who might reject election results. The only thing that will stop them is us. We partnered with the grassroots pro-democracy organization, Represent Us, to give you the tools you need to protect free and fair elections. Learn more and get involved. Visit represent.us slash pod to learn more.
And like pooping should not be this expensive. Like I spend a lot of money on laxatives and prune juice every week. It's crazy. Um, but all that to say, like, it's gotten bad. Like it's gotten bad again. And it has been like, maybe I'm lucky if I poop once a week and like, it's been really rough. It's been really painful. And I'm like constantly nauseous. Like today I'm on day five and like, I'm also on a heavy day of my period and it's just like painful. Like, it's just painful. It's not only period cramps on one side, it's like cramps on the other. And my stomach just feels distended. I feel bloated. I'm hungry. But then if I eat something, I feel nauseous. Like, it's just not a good situation. And I previously, I've in the last month or so, I've tried multiple different la- prescription laxatives. None of them have worked. Um, I've tried Senna tablets. Um, and the only thing that has worked is an enema. For those of you who don't know what an enema is, it is basically like a bag of water that you put like salts in, Epsom salts, and then like distilled water. And then you have that bag has like a tube to a little squirter thing. And then that little squirter thing goes up your butt and then puts the water in your inside of you. And then you like lie on your side and you like kind of massage it around and then you poop. But of course, penetration in the anus for me is like one of the most triggering things. Like that is the sex abuse I endured for my whole childhood and it's like so awful that like the one thing that works because it physically has to work um is the thing that's most traumatizing and it's like my henry only says like you know tries to be there for me and he like really tries to support me and like he'll leave the house because he knows that like i just can't be around anyone after it happens and all these things and he's been so beautifully supportive but like it's so triggering. It's like so awful. And, you know, I'm, I'm actually feeling really liberated talking about it here today on Tigress because it has been such a source of shame of like, my body isn't working. And, you know, when you're sexually assaulted or abused at a really young age, I think, especially with borderline personality disorder, which like a lot of my diagnosis is like, I carry around this guilt and shame around me of like, what happened to me is my fault. And like, I am a shitty person and I'm a bad person because this happened to me and I hate myself for it. And I think that I've been able to do a lot of work so that I don't carry those feelings so much, but pooping is like where my relationship with my bowel movements is like where I still feel a lot of those self-loathing thoughts because I'm like, the abuse that happened to me and what happened to me has broken my body. Like my body does not work because of what has happened to me. And the solution that I need to do does not work because of what has happened to me. And as doctors have told me, it is not just by like, like because of my body physically, it's because of like the mental, you know, triggers that I have from sensations there. Right. And so it's been really hard. It's been really hard. And it's been really triggering and it's affected like my whole life, my eating habits, everything. Um, And, you know, my I've talked about this before, but like my disordered eating is like binging because of like this part of my BPD is like feeling empty. And so like it all kind of is this chicken and egg situation where like my binging because I'm upset makes me eat more. But then I'm nauseous because I'm constipated and then being constipated is triggering. So then I want to eat more. And then it's just like this cycle of like not being in a good place with my body. Um, And, you know, I started making TikToks about this, like kind of joking about it and like talking about an enema and talking about why it's been triggering. And um, again, finding a really crazy community of like all these other survivors who have IBS and like survivors who are also constipated and just like people who are constipated. And some of them have told me like drink a spoonful of olive oil. And I've tried to do that and it's so gross and it did not work. But like 
Yeah. So I do not have answers about what I'm going to do. I'm seeing three different specialists like gastro gastroenterologists. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I'm seeing three in the next month and a half. And, you know, I it, it's like a whole part of my life. I have multiple scoops of Miralax every single day. Um, I'm drinking multiple glasses of prune juice, um, even though it gives me a headache. Um, a lot of Metamucil. Um, I'm drinking a lot of water, a lot of greens, trying to avoid pasta, which isn't working super well because I love pasta, but like, it's, it's like my diet right now is like geared towards going to the bathroom and it's not working. And, um, again, Henry keeps reminding me, Oh, Gandhi did an enema a day. And apparently that's supposed to make me feel better about doing an enema. And I just like, do not want to do it with every ounce of my body. So yeah, it's been really hard and I'm taking suggestions, but I also think it's been really liberating to talk about because as I said, until a few weeks ago, I haven't really been able to be open about it. Like I've carried so much shame about constipation because it's been this embarrassment of my life for my whole life. And yes, I don't think poop is as stigmatized as, you know, periods are, but I think that constipation and like your body not working and having to ask for help is embarrassing because we've been trained as since young kids that it's like, potty talk, like poop and pee or potty talk. I think similarly, like my constipation and when I talk about it and explain it is so linked to my abuse that I have to relive that trauma when I talk about it. Right. And so I think for me, it's been really liberating and honestly empowering to talk about. And I'm hoping that the more I talk about it and the more I get solutions and the more I ask questions, hopefully I can get myself on the right track. And look, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to live a life where this isn't a concern, daily concern of mine, because, you know, there are doctors who think I totally have IBS, right? Maybe this is just something I'm always going to have to live with, but I am hopeful that I can find a solution because the way I'm living right now is just like, it's not fun. It's painful. It's literally nauseating and it's, it's hard and it makes me upset and angry and triggered. And I hope that I can find a solution. And for all my other friends who are dealing with constipation out there, you're not alone. And like, let's all release embarrassment about it because we have to get out there and ask questions because we do not deserve to be constipated all day. And that's what I'm manifesting for my life to find some support, find some, you know, like medical support, maybe find a solution so that I can live a better life where I'm not living like this. So you know, healing is a roller coaster and we're all just on it together. And that's what we're talking today on Tigris, a short and quick episode about being constipated. Um, with love, signing off, Nadia here with Tigris. Listen to us every Wednesday about the most random things that we're going through or talking about. Again, I actually decided to do this podcast episode, by the way, because I asked my followers what they wanted to hear about. And this was the most heavily requested because I've been talking about it so much online. Um, but yeah, thank you so much to my producers who've been listening, listening to me rant about constipation for the last 20 minutes. Um, uh, thanks, DCP. Thanks to the, my incredible team. And I will see you next Wednesday. Bye, y'all. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.